0: Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. A tree is known by the fruit it bears. What fruit must we bear in our walk with the Lord? In this episode, let's take a look at the fruit that we are challenged by the Lord to bear. Today, let's get into the Word and see what it is that God means by us bearing fruit. In Galatians chapter 5 and the verse number 22 to 24, the scripture says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. What do we learn in this portion of scripture? Here we see the specifics of what it is that the Spirit of the Lord wants to work in us as we grow upwards in Christ Jesus our Lord. He wants us to generate and to produce this fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Remember it is one fruit, singular, but it expresses itself in these nine dimensions of what it is that we see in the scripture we've just read. It says the fruit of the Spirit is, that is singular, then the scripture begins to enumerate nine components of that fruit. But it begins with the fruit of love, which means love allows the basis for the generation of all the other eight that is produced in our lives. If love is residing in us, if the fruit of love is at work in us, then also we see joy. We see peace, we see patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All of these also burst forth when the foundation of love is at work. Remember the law of love in the New Testament. Jesus says we shall love God and love our neighbor. A vertical love and a horizontal kind of love go hand in hand in our walk with the Lord. And therefore by the fruit of the Spirit, we are able to express the life and the nature of Christ in our lives as we grow in him. So there are two kinds of fruit that the scriptures encourages us to bear in our Christian walk. One is the fruit of the Spirit, which is what we've just read about in Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 24. The second is the fruit of souls. And that is something I will leave for another another episode. For today, let's look a bit more closely at this fruit of the Spirit. The question is, why are we not bearing such good fruit as we grow up in the Lord? In fact, there are many answers and many possibilities to this. You see, it tree must grow up to be able to bear fruit. Fully developed trees are those that are able to generate fruit. Sometimes, if we are not bearing fruit in our lives, if we are not seeing the expression of these components of the fruit of the spirit in our lives, that is in itself a diagnostic for us to re-examine our Christian work. Are we truly growing in Christ? When we grow up in Him, are we seeing the manifestations of love, of joy, of peace, of patience, of kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? If we cannot see these components of the fruit of the Spirit emerging or emanating in our lives, That should tell us perhaps we are not growing in the Lord. The fruit of the Spirit, therefore, is a diagnostic of our spiritual state in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are to reflect the image of Christ. We are to show forth His praise wherever we are. And how do we do this? By the expression of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, others can see. The life of Christ at work in us. However, we must also beware that sometimes a fully developed tree can bear fruit and the fruit can still have rottenness within. How many of us have taken a banana for instance and realized there is a worm in the banana? How many of us have taken an apple and realize a portion of the apple has gotten rotten. How many of us have at any point in our lives taken a fruit and we realize that the fruit is not totally wholesome? And therefore, even as we grow in the Lord and begin to bear fruit, we must watch against the rottenness that sometimes occurs in the fruit that we bear, which is in itself a result of the Adamic nature which we carry. The flesh always fights against the Spirit and so what must we do to continue to yield to the Holy Spirit in our lives so that the fruit of the Spirit can be seen in us wherever we find ourselves? What fruits must we develop as we grow and how do we identify the rottenness in our lives? that we must spit out. Remember scripture says in Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and the verse number 1. Dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to give forth a stinking smell. What does that mean? It means as we grow in the Lord, a little rottenness in our fruits can cause it to be altogether distasteful to the world around us. In Deuteronomy chapter 22 and verse number 9, God warned the Israelites and says, Thou shalt not sow thy vineyard with diverse seeds, lest the fruit of thy seed which thou hast sown and the fruit of the vineyard be defiled. And so we see right from the very portion of the old testament God warned his people against sowing diverse seeds. Why? Because he says there is the potential for each of these seeds becoming defiled. What does that mean? As we grow in the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, may we bear only one kind of fruit which is the fruit of the Spirit, allowing the fruit of the Spirit to be made manifest in us, yielding to the Holy Spirit and not allowing the flesh to emerge with its rottenness, which then defiles the work of the Lord in our lives. And so what must we do to bear good fruits? There are some answers in the word. In John chapter 12 and the verse number 24, we see that to bear fruit, we must be willing to die. Jesus says in that portion of scripture, that truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit You and I ought to understand that for us to bear good fruit, we must be willing to die to our flesh. In Romans chapter 8 and the verse number 13, the Bible says, For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. And so ladies and gentlemen, we ought to learn to mortify the deeds of the flesh. The things that allow our flesh to emerge, we must exercise self-control by the grace of the Lord in our lives. Let the fruit of self-control rise in us so we can control our temper, for example. So we can control our pride, for example. So we can control our lusts, for example. The scripture says all that is in the world the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of life these are not of god but they are of the world and so for us to bear good fruit we must crucify the flesh in practical terms how do we crucify the flesh we are able to do this when we give ourselves in constant fellowship with the Word and in prayer and, may I also suggest, in fastings. When we fast, we are disciplining the flesh. We are not giving it what it usually desires and wants. We are putting the flesh under subjection when we fast. And so fasting helps our flesh to be disciplined so that our spirit can feed on the Word of God. I pray that we are able to use these principles to build ourselves up as we grow in the Lord and bear good fruit for the praise of the glory of His name in our lives. So number one, to bear good fruit we must be willing to die by which I mean dying to the flesh, crucifying the flesh, mortifying the deeds of our flesh, not allowing our flesh to take the better side of us, not allowing impatience, for instance, to take the better side of us, not allowing anger to take the better side of us, not allowing lust and pride and greed to take the better side of us, but allowing the fruit of the Spirit of love of joy, of peace, of patience, of kindness, of goodness, of faithfulness, of gentleness, of self-control to win in our lives. Hallelujah. Number two, we must yield to the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter six and the verse number thirteen and verse sixteen. The Bible says, and do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. He says in the verse number 16, do you not know that when you present yourselves to someone as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, resulting in death, or of obedience, resulting in righteousness. And so, ladies and gentlemen, what do we learn in this portion of Scripture? When we yield to the flesh, we become slaves to the flesh. But when we yield to the Spirit, oh, how glorious that is. We allow the Holy Spirit to work in us the fruit of the Spirit and we see joy emanating. We see peace refreshing our lives. We see all kinds of the components of the fruit of the Spirit, all nine, we see these expressed in us to the praise of the glory of His name. And so we must yield to the Spirit to be able to bear good fruit. In Galatians chapter 5 and the verse number 25, Paul says to the Galatian church, If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. In the NASB version, it says, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. That is, let us yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit. When He moves, we move. We do not resist the working of the Spirit in our lives. We yield to His working in our lives. That means we are ready and humble enough to accept correction because God's Word is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. The Bible says that the man of God may be equipped, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. And so God's Word as a mirror allows us to see who we truly are, so that we can allow the Holy Spirit, yielding to the Holy Spirit of the Lord, to work in us, to perform the spiritual surgery that we need, to take out the old man, to allow the flesh's work to be, to be mortified, so that we can lead a life that is refreshing, a life that is worthy of the vocation to which we are called in Christ Jesus our Lord. So two things in bearing good fruit, one, dying to the flesh, and two, yielding to the Holy Spirit. I pray that as we grow in the Lord, we can yield to the, to the Spirit of the Lord in our lives more and more. I pray that we will reflect the light that is in us, will reflect the glory of the Lord that is upon our lives. I pray That as we bear the fruit of the Spirit, we too can also bear the fruit of souls because we are reflecting the image of Christ in our lives to the world around us. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his countenance shine upon you. May he grant you peace and may his Spirit continue to work in you as you yield to the Lord. May your life be a reflection of his glory. And may wherever you go, may you be a blessing to those around you. That is the work of faith in Christ Jesus our Lord. If you have not given your life to Jesus, I invite you today. You must realize that we were all born in our sins and therefore cannot save ourselves. We need what it is that God has done for us to deliver us. From the mess of sin that we find ourselves in and it's only Jesus that is able to deliver us when we accept and trust in him as the one who God has sent to be a propitiation for our sins he was buried took our sins away on the third day the Bible said he rose again from the dead so that when we trust in him because he rose from the dead we also rise into newness of life I invite you to Jesus today by praying a prayer and asking Him to forgive you your sins and to receive Him into your heart as Savior and Lord, you become a brand new creation in Christ Jesus our Lord. Then you can begin to express these fruits of the Spirit in your life. The Lord bless and keep you. Till I come your way again, please share this podcast to your friends and family and let others be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.